On today's show, hey, can this be true? A new report says the United States is the most competitive manufacturing country in the world. Then we take you on the inside manufacturing process of the NSX and 20 car companies band together to make automated braking standard equipment. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for March 17 of 2016. Well, here's a piece of unexpected news. A report from Oxford Economics says that labor costs in China are now only 4% cheaper than in the United States. Oxford Economics is affiliated with Oxford University in the UK. It says once you adjust for labor productivity, there is not that much of a cost advantage in China anymore. One key reason is that labor costs in China are going up faster than productivity gains. The report goes on to say that the U.S. manufacturing sector is actually the most competitive in the world. And here's my AutoLine insight. The U.S. automotive industry played a key role in making the manufacturing sector so competitive. Today, the American auto industry is building the same number of vehicles it did before the Great Recession, but with 19 fewer assembly plants. And that staggering jump in productivity. Autonomous cars could drastically reduce injuries and fatalities, but current safety technology can also make impressive improvements. At the Autoline Supplier Symposium, Javier Mosquet from the Boston Consulting Group said that if all cars were equipped with available active safety features, we could avoid nearly 2 million accidents and save about 10,000 lives every year. And that's why a group of 20 automakers just announced they're going to make automatic emergency braking standard on all cars by 2022. Consumer Reports estimates that's going to add about $250 to $400 per car. But here's my AutoLine insight. The insurance companies need to step up and offer big discounts on cars equipped with this technology. They're the ones who will benefit the most financially from this move and they need to do more to encourage people to buy this equipment. With most of Scion's lineup getting absorbed into Toyota, we're getting a few name changes. The IA will get rebadged as the Yaris IA. As you may know, the IA is already called the Yaris in other markets. The IM now becomes the Corolla IM, and there's a little history there too. The IM is called the Aris in other markets, And the first generation of that car was based on the Corolla. And finally, the FRS sports car will be renamed the 86, which is the name that Toyota uses in the rest of the world. The little sports car will also get a few exterior and interior changes, as well as minor tweaks to the suspension and the powertrain. Still to come, why the piston engine still has a lot of life left in it. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. Despite all the work being done on hybrids, plug-ins, and fuel cells, don't think for a minute that the piston engine is out of this race. German supplier Continental says there's a lot of life left in the internal combustion engine. It's now offering automakers the technology for variable compression ratios. It's a system similar to an adjustable Atkinson cycle, 
where the intake valve closes at different times depending on demand, and that affects compression. Continental says we could see compression ratios vary from 10 to 1 all the way up to 13 to 1. It says that will boost fuel economy by 2 to 3 percent. And when you combine that with Continental's eHorizon technology, where the navigation system anticipates what the powertrain needs to do, the fuel economy gains could be in the range of 5 to 6 percent. In Germany, there's an organization best known as F-Cubed that recognizes people for their contribution to the automotive industry. And we're pleased to report that the award, known as the Golden Piston, was given to Carl Ludwigsen. He is famous for his writings, including his books on Porsche, titled Excellence Was Expected. F-Cubed gave him the award, and I'm quoting here, for his services to the communication of automotive history with the conscience of a dedicated historian without, however, overlooking enthusiasm. And boy, that sure describes Carl Ludwigsen. Congratulations, Carl. It's great to see a friend of Autoline getting this kind of recognition. Coming up next, we're going to show you the most innovative manufacturing technology used to make Honda's NSX. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. I recently got the chance to tour Honda's assembly plant for the NSX. There's so much to see and report about, we're going to do it in chunks. And we're going to start out this series with a look at one of the truly unique manufacturing processes that Honda's using to make the NSX. Here's a video clip that explains ablation castings and what that is all about. The NSX story begins at the nearby Anna engine plant, where components of its space frame are created using a revolutionary new casting process called ablation casting. No one else in the world is making castings this way. We pour molten aluminum into that sand mold package. Within 12 seconds, we're spraying water on that, and we're getting water right to the molten aluminum. It's the fastest way you could possibly cool molten aluminum. It's faster than any other casting process, so that rapid cooling is what gives it the strength properties that we were looking for. The result is super lightweight parts of superior rigidity and an unprecedented level of flexibility in the vehicle's design and aerodynamics. So when you see that mold close, what's coming out is not smoke, it's steam. By injecting water into the mold, Honda says it gets a more solid microstructure with better elongation properties. Translation, it's stronger and lighter. We'll have more about the NSX plant in the days ahead. Also, remember to tune into AutoLine After Hours because we're going to have that crazy Domino's Pizza delivery car in the studio and get into how they hired Roush Industries to design and build it. So join us for some of the best discussions about what's happening in the automotive industry. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thanks for watching, and we invite you to join us again tomorrow.